Athena wanted you to have this, so here it is. Good news, travel fast. <sighs> that feels great. We're Walla Paju and Celeste Bono, and we're bringing you positive news from all over the world. Before we dive into today's stories, Wallow, make sure you submit your own good news by swiping up. If you're listening on Spotify, and your story might get featured on a future episode. Hey, happy Thursday. Happy post-hump day. How are you doing? Um, I'm good. I'm good. I am... That I am... hesitation, I will believe you. Yeah, you yeah, good. yeah. Because I'm yes. like... I do feel a bit tired, but you know, it's Thursday. So tomorrow, I'm going to be dead. Yeah, you get some rest. Um, I mean, oh, what? Mm? Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> the use of sunscreen is at an all-time high thanks to the boom in skincare. That's true. I actually very recently started to take care of my skin properly, but who cares? But I guess I did not know it had gotten to this extent. Roads also need a form of sunscreen, did you know that? To prevent from cracking and becoming dangerous to drive on. Exactly like your face. Yeah. I mean, yeah, not your I face, well. That. Except for the part about driving. But are people spreading Hawaiian traffic on roads now? Haha. <laughs> no, not at all. When recycled rubber from used tires is blended with the other elements to pave a road, it provides some protection. Engineers at RMIT University in Australia have developed a bitumen blend that is UV resistant and can handle traffic loads, potentially saving government millions of dollars in annual road maintenance costs. Engineers like Huwalo experiments, um, engineers experiments reveal that this sunscreen, you know, sunscreen yeah. for roads extend the life of the road surface by twice as much as conventional bitumen. Wow. This is also a viable long-term solution to the used tire dilemma in several nations, including Australia, where exporting used tires has been prohibited since December 2020. So, Great. kids, wear sunscreen. Yeah, and roads too, wear sunscreen. Yeah, uh, I have news, business right. news. And another unicorn is born, this time in Ecuador. And even better, it's the country's first baby unicorn. Oh. Kushki is a fintech specialized in digital payments aimed at democratizing the movement of money in the region. After the closing of a Series B funding of $186 million, it has achieved a value above $1 billion. Kushki, which means money in the Ecuadorian Quechua language, was founded in 2016 by Aaron Schwarzkopf. I think I got that right. And Sebastian Castro, and now operates in five Latin American countries. Despite what has been accomplished, Castro stated during the official announcement that the firm still has the great mission of connecting Latin America with payments ahead of it. The new funds will be used to accelerate Kushki's evolution into a modern payments infrastructure for all of Latin America, facilitating digital payment transactions of any category regardless of country. By enabling businesses to grow online uh, quicker online and driving consumer adoption of digital payments, this infrastructure will play a critical role in boosting digital transformation and economic growth in the region. Kushki currently operates in Ecuador, Colombia, Chile. Is it child? Chile. Chile? Peru. Chile. Uh, Chile. No, it's fine. Peru Chile. and Mexico. Chile. 
and Mexico and will soon launch in Brazil and Central America. Its client portfolio is already impressive, gathering the region's most important companies like Rappi, WOM, Claro, Sura, Telefonica, and Banco Santander. Oh According man, to its I love figures, <laughs> thanks. It handles an average of 75,000 transactions per second and processes more than $30 billion per Ooh. year. Yeah. That's a lot. How about that? Yeah. I yeah, so. great. I love how you pronounce these um, brands in Spanish that we say every day Names here. Names and country, words. And, yeah, like... I, li I like to do that. But you know what? I'm not going to say them again yeah, because like they're not sponsoring this show. So <laughs> they don't deserve it. <laughs> Just kidding. Fair After enough, 82 years, uh, the 101-year-old Dutch woman Charlotte Bischoff van Hemenskirk has been reunited with a painting that had been looted from her father by the Nazis during World War II. It had hung in her childhood home in Arnhem and had been a much-loved possession of her father, a doctor and director of the city's children's hospital, who went into hiding after refusing to accept Nazi orders. After Germany's invasion of the Netherlands in 1940, he had stored the painting in the Amsterdam, Amsterdam Bank in Arnhem, thinking it would be safe there. But the Nazis broke into the vaults and seized them amid widespread looting, uh, destruction and devastation. Detective work by the London-based Commission for Looted Art in Europe established that it has surfaced at a Dusseldorf gallery in the mid 1950s uh, was auctioned in Amsterdam in 1969 and acquired by a private collector in Germany in 1971. 71. Mm -hmm. That's that's the number. Negotiations with the collector led to the painting being returned to Bischof van Heemskirk in 2021. Having treasured the painting for six months, she has consigned it to Sotheby's in London, which will auction it on July 6th. It is estimated it will fetch 30,000 pounds to 50,000 pounds. She said, I had five brothers and sisters. There are 20 offsprings and they are very sweet. So I never had the feeling that it was mine. It's from the family, she said. Oh, nice. That's nice. really, Great. really nice, uh, Charlotte. I wish I said your <laughs> last name correctly, but it's hard. <laughs> I anyway, that was, that was lovely. Oh, you, yeah, you, you did? it was. Yeah, the way you pronounced her surname. I mean, I'm I sorry. murdered someone's surname like a few minutes ago, but that's fine. We yeah. they forgive us, I hope. Yeah, okay. have a wonderful Thursday. So and you, Wallo. I will see you tomorrow. Yeah, bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode. There will be more great news tomorrow. Good News Travel Fast is a news podcast serving positivity and laughter in daily doses. Oh, but we don't have episodes on the weekends. We actually have to sleep. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to podcasts. This podcast was produced by Matias Rosenberg, creative direction by Josefina Cordova, scripted by Cecilia Mira, and hosted by Wallo Lapaju and Celeste Bono. That's me. This show is supported by Athena. Hire, manage, and retain world-class global talent at athena.io. A brilliant 
startup like yours needs the best of the best on your team. Are you taking advantage of global talent? Level up your team for more success for only 33% of your usual hiring costs. Go to athena.io right now to learn more. That's A-T-H-Y-N-A.io.